on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Got a decent bit of news in the beginning. Um, Pop, Chad might have watched Death Before Dishonor. We don't know yet. Uh, I, I think he watched half of it. We'll get his take on that. We don't have beer ratings for it. Maybe Chad will. Um, some other news, some rumored locations of some very important premium live events, some all-in rumors. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. And then retro beer ratings this week. It's our last we're 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 in the the final retro beer ratings of our of our stretch here where we had three in a row. Uh Armageddon 2000. It was indeed a one match show, Chad. We talked about that last week. Um, and we will talk about the entirety of the show. And then we have the weekly wrestling recap. SmackDown and Raw are continuing the steady build towards SummerSlam, which I'm still very, very much excited for. Um NXT I didn't watch because I'm boycotting NXT and Dynamite and Collision are building towards something but it's definitely not all in or all out that's for sure so we'll talk about that as always you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram X at DDT WrestlePod (laughs) I don't think it's Twitter anymore it's it's it is on my phone still but anyways you guys ready to go yep yeah. Oh, let's go. into episode 114 of the drunk dudes talking wrestling i am dylan i'm joined by joe and chad joe is back his ac is back right joe nope dude maybe maybe next week we're looking at wednesday of next week joe i'm gonna give you the floor just in case the 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 warranty company or you know your um your landlord are listening to the show anything you'd like to say to them yeah, suck a fat dick, douchebags, <laughs> fucking losers. I I feel so bad for you because it's 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 been what it's it, it's, it has to have been almost the a hottest. Month. Yeah, and this it's week been, has been hot hotter than hell. We we actually had some cooler days in the beginning of the week, but yeah, I mean it's been in the nineties pretty much all month. Leslie told me I got home from work today, and Leslie told me that she uh. She, I don't think she got in the pool today, but she like cleaned it. She like turned the vacuum on, netted it, you know, emptied the skimmers. She said it was, she said my pool was 90 degrees today. It's not even refreshing. Yeah. That's like a hot tub. Why do you even have a hot tub? I don't. It doesn't work. Well, I do have I, the, the hot tub. I thought you got it fixed. The hot tub is physically there. It just doesn't work. It did work right. a few months ago. Yeah. And then we uh, smelled an electrical burning smell, and it's been off ever since. Yeah, because the the guy that works on my hot tub said it would be like 
$1,500 to replace all the electrical in it. And I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Maybe the winter time. May, maybe, but like also at the same time, like, let's just get rid of it. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't feel the need to have a hot tub anymore. I, I just don't. All right. I don't know. I got it in a few times, but yes. You guys keep going. Walter's being an asshole. I think he's got to poop. Uh-oh. All right. Let's get into the news. Chad, what do you want to talk about? Did you watch Death Bro, Before Dishonor? I did not necessarily. Uh, I started the pre-show. I got through the pre-show, but I haven't been able to like put time and effort into watching the actual pay-per-view. This week's been hell with work. But uh, although I didn't watch the show, I did hear some good reviews online. I heard that the Athena Willow match was really good. And it made a vent, um, which was surprising. Yeah, we got to get women. Probably to very deserving. I heard it was very good. Yeah, I mean, I heard it was phenomenal. Dave, uh, Dave Melzer gave it 4.25 stars. Whoa, you said his name right. Yeah, I'm turning a new leaf here. I think that's like two times in a row you've said his name right. Yeah, I actually honestly forgot which way was the joke and which way was the right way. And I just say <laughs> one now and hope, hope I'm still running the meme, but I guess not. You actually don't know what his name is. <laughs> you just hope that it's wrong. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, some other yeah, news. Yeah, I heard the show was good. Yeah. Um, some other news for this week. Chad is drinking a beer. He's showing it to me. It says Sheep Mullet Juicy Dippa. Double IPA. This shit's like mango juice in my mouth. Mango. It's a mango dipper. It's a juicy double IPA with mango, pineapple, and something else, or maybe orange. That sounds delicious. But like, there's there's some fruit here in my mouth, and this is nine percent. Ooh, Joe's back. Look at the, look out for these, Joe. They're all over the place. It's from a Virginia brewery called Hardywood. Hardywood. Hardy Shout out to them. That's Jeff Hardy's favorite beer. Yeah. I doubt it. He likes, he, likes to crack, the, he likes to crack it open and then turn the key. Yeah. Take a couple <laughs> Vicodin in there, probably. Jesus H. Christ. He likes to use his key to crack it open for a shotgun and then also use the key to turn on his car. Uh, <laughs> news. Yes. He's back. Um, we want to do all in rumors or let's do that. Let's Go start with your all in rumors. All in rumors. Anyone want to guess what the big rumored all-in match uh, involving Will Ospreay is? I heard that there is a Chris Jericho possibility. Yeah, that's what I heard. That that was what. It, yep. So I it doesn't. That's not what I want. Here that we're going to be getting Kenny and Will three. <laughs> the not only thing that well, it's the following week. Yeah. The only thing that I I don't think they're going to do that. The only thing that I could think of is that. They're gonna do it at Wrestle Kingdom. That would be my thought. Well, that'd be good. Yeah, it just means I have to keep my uh, New Japan World subscription going for another year, and then continue to forget about it after Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> that sounds like you. The uh, the one thing I'll say is uh, I only know that because I happened to see it on X today, but uh, Twitter. Chat. I could not possibly have guessed what the fuck it was because there's no build for All In on these shows. Zero. at all zero no. and i i'm I, i'm very much with you after what you said last week where it's just going to be a thrown together card yep they're going to plan yes. for all out because they're doing that already uh and then they're just going to piece together a great show with just matches that have no build or no story 
But it'll be it's like gonna be great un- wrestling, but it'll be quote unquote dream matches that have no build. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't personally I don't care. The other all in rumor revolves around the women and the fact that uh Jamie Hayter probably not gonna make it in time. Back yeah, from, yeah, I saw back that from injury. I, yeah. Looks like she it said that she was potentially gonna be out for the rest of twenty twenty three. Which sucks. So disappointing. The pop was, she would have gotten in Wembley would have been insane. Yeah, I was very much looking forward to her being at that show. I hope that she can still just like make it to the show and be there. Make an appearance. Yeah, just so we can hear the pop, you know? Like don't tell I us know, that she's gonna be there and then yeah. just have a surprise music hit and then we'll all look over and there she is and we're like, Oh my god. Exactly. Um, all right. Other rumors in the news. Uh I've got a WrestleMania 41 and Royal Rumble 2024 rumored locations. Did you guys hear about this one? Minneapolis? Minneapolis for Mania 41. That's Bank of America, right? Where the Vikings play? Yeah, they would do it there. And then... That's a smaller indoor arena than most of the big ones they've been doing. Well, I mean... Well, then the next year they're going to go to England, so... I mean, allegedly. I doubt it. I doubt it. Big time. Uh, what about Rumble? Did you guys hear about that one? No. No. Tampa. What What year? Upcoming, like a uh, few months from now, like six months from now. Dude, I should go. I have somewhere to stay. You should. It would probably be at Raymond James where Mania 37 was because they've been yeah. doing the Rumble at stadiums. They've been doing yeah. Rumble, Mania, and SummerSlam as stadium shows now, which, I mean, they sell so many tickets, it's almost dumb yeah. not to do it that way but so yeah that that's the rumor for those um the only other pieces of news that i had unless you guys have something else uh we just hit the one year point this past saturday of vince mcmahon retiring from the wwe even though he's definitely been heavily involved recently uh, with, I mean, the amounts of rematches and we're seeing, like, just everything's got Vince's grubby fingerprints all over it. Yeah. There's that. So, so with, with that, like, I guess to celebrate his one year retired, uh, he went and he got uh, surgery to fix a problem he's had with his back. Apparently, it was like a four-hour procedure, and he's at yeah. home recovering. And God, do I wish that he Joe. was not at home recovering. Don't say something you wouldn't regret. I wouldn't regret. I wish Vince McMahon was dead. (laughs) I've said it before. I've said it worse than I said it worse than that. Like, yeah, just a a, a small error in the surgery, you know, and he just doesn't wake up from his his anesthesia. That's all I wanted. But I've said worse than that. I've said that I want someone to kill him. (laughs) We tried to stop him, folks. We tried to tell him not to do it. I wish Vince was dead. I agree. I agree. What's so wrong with that? I don't really care whether or not if he was dead or not. I just don't want him involved anymore. That's and the if, only if way to get him out. If what it's going to take is him dying, then so be it. Because at this point, that's what it seems like. He's he's still got he's still doing so many last minute changes just remotely, though. It's Raw and SmackDown have been way better because of that. And I know Triple H and everyone backstage has been like trying to uh, what do you call it? Like plan stuff ahead and like announce stuff ahead of time so that he can't get his fingerprints on it and change stuff last minute. But he's still done that. Like um, 
what was that one? He, he definitely changed like some stuff that was announced ahead of time. There was that Bailey Shotzi match that was supposed to happen a few weeks ago. And then it got delayed for like two weeks and then it finally happened. Um, that was the, I think the most recent one that like something that they announced ahead of time and he just changed it. He just scratched it, but yeah, he's, he is recovering. He did not die from his surgery, but hopefully for the next few weeks while he is recovering, we get a raw and SmackDown with no show changes. And it's in a great, we're in a great spot because we're leading right up to SummerSlam. So we'll get, we'll actually get what Triple H wants on the shows. Um, last still no, still oh, no LA night. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that. I'm upset about that. I know. As is the rest of the internet, I think. Um, last piece of news. Um, the Cody Rhodes documentary comes out on Monday. Anybody going to be watching that? As soon as I can. Joe? I'm definitely going to watch it. Joe's gone, but he's also... He was still communicating with us. Oh, I just saw him in the background. I think he's gone, gone. Uh, let's just go ahead uh, and assume that Joe's not going to watch it. I will say that I saw today that there's a lot of AEW mentioning in the show, and that was Cody Rhodes saying he they used they used BT refused footage. to not. Yeah, they used BT footage. There's talk of uh, the entire elite. It's going to include all that stuff. So that's good. I'm glad we're Which not is, skimming it, over it's, that. It's very good because it needs to be told for the story that he has to finish at WrestleMania yep. 40 when we're there. Hopefully, tickets are mm-hmm. on sale August tickets. 18th. I am trying to get the day off just so I can sit at home and wait to buy tickets. <laughs> I'm just going to sit in my office waiting for them to go. They they go on sale, I think, at noon that day. So I will be sitting there waiting to buy tickets. Um. All right. Anything else for the news? Or are we going to get right into the retros? I got nothing. Did you guys talk about Brian Pillman last week? Yes. Okay. Yes. I guess that's official. We talked about it like it was a kind of a rumor last week. I think we well, had his tryout. It is official. He is moving to Orlando, and the he apparently has signed with WWE. Expects to be in the Performance Center this week. Oh, okay. Did not hear that. So I did see that this week. All right. I don't think it'll be long before we see him. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't I think mean, it's he's a, a solid wrestler. I think they just gotta set up the. They gotta do all like the prep works. They gotta get his video and his music and like uh, come up with ideas for his story and his gimmick. But then as soon as those are all I mean, set, the, the the story shouldn't take long. He's Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, They're unless they don't unless they don't want to talk about Brian Pillman Sr. <laughs> I don't know why I they think wouldn't. they're gonna play this one hard. Yeah, I agree. They'll probably talk more about Brian Pillman Sr. than they do Dusty Rhodes. I don't no. know about that. Im fucking possible. They've got Cody Rhodes. Cody doing Rhodes hard, doesn't they've need got, they've just got Dusty. Cody, they've got Cody Rhodes doing fucking hard times promos. No, I'm just saying, like, Cody talks about him every now and then. It's not a constant thing, right? I have this just feeling until the they're going to talk about... Yeah, sure. But, like, for right now, we don't talk about Cody Rhodes that often. Sometimes mentioned, definitely part of the storyline. It's part of the storyline. It's not the storyline. I feel with Brian Pillman Jr., it's just going to be nothing but Brian Pillman Sr. references the whole time. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, let's get into the retro. Uh, let's start with signs. I only have four. Not a great sign show. I only for have me. two. Okay, Joe? Yeah, I was watching on a small tablet, so yeah, uh, it wasn't wasn't great signs. All right, I have, yeah, I have a bunch of not great ones, but I'll say them anyway. Chad, you have two. Why don't you start since you don't have many? Um. All right. Uh, my favorite one of the two um was a 
a sign that said, I'm a sweaty country whore. <laughs> I did not see that one. <laughs> but what did the sign say, Chad? Um, that's what it said. Oh, I thought you were finally coming clean with yourself. <laughs> and all the listeners. I got four kids. You know how I am. You're a sweaty country whore. Usually sweaty because I'm fat and my parents are from Alabama, which is where this pay-per-view was set. And you have four it's kids. apparently so the only pay-per-view. Yeah. It's apparently <laughs> the only pay-per-view in WWE history that emanated from the state of Alabama. Is huh. it really still? I guess I, it's, I Googled that. The I crowd guess it's was good. Alabama's cr- nah, they were yeah, they were pretty good. They were sign, good. their sign game was was weak. Terrible sign. Yeah, well, that's probably because half of them don't know how to spell, I don't know, 90% Eight. of the English language. <laughs> yeah. So especially those Auburn people, you know. Yeah. I'll fucking kill you. Those are the educated Alabama folk. Roll roll tide, am I right? Roll Joe? tide. Yep. There's yeah. only two types of people from Alabama people who went to college and Alabama fans. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. I feel like there's more types of people. People who went Alabama. to college are uh, not Alabama fans. Really? Oh, so did they go to UAB then? No, they went to uh, Auburn. Thank you. What about UAB? That's a not very good school, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only other school from Alabama I know. Troy. Oh, is it? Troy's in Alabama. Yeah. I did not know that. I almost okay. went there for college. Wow. I got accepted and I, I didn't want to move to Alabama. Auburn? I didn't apply for Auburn. Apply, Auburn didn't have the major I wanted when I was getting out of high school. We need to unpack that at some didn't, point. Like, didn't your, you like just not go to school, college? That's a school that you root for and you just didn't go to it? I didn't even apply, no. Didn't even apply. I only applied for Troy because my dad told me that I had to have backup options and they had the major I wanted. So uh, since you since it seemed like applying to college was such a big part of your life, Chad, where did you end up going? Uh, Tidewater Community College. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you actually did go to college because you're, you're yeah, in the I Navy. Did two semesters at Tidewater Community <laughs> College, but those didn't go well. And now I'm in the Navy. OK, I thought you were going to say, nope, I didn't. I joined the Navy. Damn, I'm the I'm the only one who hasn't gone to college at all. Yeah, I mean, I've done. I, I, am I the most uh, senior college person with three semesters on this show? <laughs> three <laughs> semesters of college. I'm the well, closest. I did like a. I'm the closest two full to semesters and then a partial degree. semester. So I mean, I'm like right behind you. I'm like two point five. Yeah, but I did the. So full I did two classes semester. afterwards. Oh yeah, you're beat. You're beating me then. Yeah, suck it. Anyways, so rude. Uh, so we we're still on signs, Joe. What do you got? All right. You want me to just read all of them? No, I haven't said a single one yet. Okay. You can give me two. Um, Since you have a bunch. I'll start with, not. it's not a bunch. I'll start with number one beer drinker. And then there was something under it, but I couldn't read it because it was small. Because Alabama, people from Alabama, they're just not smart enough to write big on their signs. You know what I will say about beer drinking in Alabama? Chad, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the racetrack Talladega is in Alabama, no? it is okay um a buddy of mine who was in the military with me who was from alabama once upon a time told me that he went to talladega went to the race the nascar race and apparently they have a limit at talladega of how many beers you can bring in per person did you hear about this chad no but you're seeing like with like extra syllables it's talladega talladega no, it's Talladega. There's like you're putting too many syllables in there, man. Talladega. There it is. There's the extra one. Talladega. Talladega. You're also saying a four syllable word. I don't know where the disconnect is here. No, I'm I'm saying one syllable word with just sounds. 
like they say it down there. (laughs) Don't be. You're so fucking uneducated. Seriously, dude. I have more colors than you, my fucking friend. (laughs) Chad, shut up. You only did two and a half semesters of college. (laughs) Shut up. You only did three. (laughs) Shut up, Chad. Um, But anyways, he told me that the limit... Guys, I want you guys to guess what the per person limit for number of beers that you can bring into Talladega is. 20. 25. 36. A 36-pack? I was I was appalled when he told me that. I don't know if it's still true because he told me that I don't know ten years ago, nine years ago at this point. But like I, it's like what the fuck? Why would one person need thirty six beers for a four hour race? That's so much. Must have been. It must be AEW fans now. Ooh, possibly. Um, I'll go with my favorite sign of the night because mine aren't good. And this is definitely a repeat, but I wrote it down because I love one word signs. This one word sign was ass. Yeah, ass. I had ass. It was just ass. I love ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you know that? Especially China's. Uh, did you know that Reg is gay? <laughs> Who is Reg? Oh, the I don't gay know, guy. But he had, there there was a sign that said Reg is gay. And I just I didn't uh, know that. They, they outed Reg here. Like Reginald? Maybe it was Reg. Maybe it was Reg now. Yeah, they made um, sure to point that out on uh, NXT this week. He's called Scripps. Don't hmm. call him Reginald. Um, Joe, what else you got? Well, I got a bunch of signs that welcomed Deborah home, and then I was thinking, is she from like Burning Birmingham? I think she's from Texas. She's not from Alabama. I don't know who. Maybe she Deborah? lived in Texas when she was uh, be, or married to uh, Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. They I, said I Deborah's from Alabama. Yeah. But oh. she wasn't even on the card at all, right? She didn't come out even once. We saw her once. Said, there was one time where one of the know backstage they interviewers went into Foley's, uh, Commissioner Foley's uh, quote-unquote office slash cage, and she was there. And then she was off screen immediately. I think that was the only time we saw her that night. She probably did like a... She was probably like there for a pre-show uh, match or something like that. Uh, I don't know. She's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and went to the University of Alabama. Oh, roll tide. Roll tide. She has a master's degree from the University of Alabama. Chad, that's going to I will go ahead and ask you. Is that not a Deborah fan? Is that a good thing? (laughs) Not a Deborah fan anymore. Ever again. Not sharing (laughs) for Deborah. What was her name? Like Deborah Deborah McGilligan or something? Deborah McMichael, I think. McMichael. That's her first husband, was Steve McMichael. Okay. Speaking of Deborah, there was a sign that said, who let the puppies out? Like, who let the dogs out? Oof, I oof, think that was a popular oof, oof. song at this point. Was it not? Who let the puppies out? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. My dog when I was a kid, because, like, obviously Rugrats was, was very big at this time. Um, So who let the dogs out was very big. My dad taught her to bark at the right time if you asked her who let the dogs out. She ooh, did it her whole what life. What does that have to do with the Rugrats? It was in the Rugrats movie. Was it that song? Maybe it was either the Rugrats movie or Rugrats in Paris. Don't How the quote fuck me were on we that. supposed to know that that was just a popular song. Yeah, yeah, because I, of I Rugrats. I didn't know. Nothing no. to do with Rugrats. <laughs> it was not popular because of the Rugrats movie or Rugrats in Paris, whichever not one. Even close. I, I, I know. I, I was oh yeah, you knew that. that? Yeah. 
Who, who's it by, Joe? It was my dog's favorite song, the Baha yeah. Men. Okay, he got Baha Men. Right. Oh, shut Baha. the fuck up, Chad. Shut the Chad, f- yeah. <laughs> Chad, Chad why don't you just tonight. fucking shut up? He's over here going. He's over here saying that Talladega is a one-syllable gibberish word, Talladega. and that the Baha Men it is a gibberish word. Did you know the Baha Men were abandoned in 1977? No. They formed in 1977. <laughs> well, all that hard work paid off when they finally released their hit single, Who Let the Dogs Out. Yeah, it was it was in Which came out in, in 2000. Oh, there Holy we go. Shit. This was definitely that was definitely a song at this point then cuz this was in December. Um speaking of that, my only other signs have to deal with Christmas and they were not good. Does anyone else have any signs? Nope. Um, I got one that said, I hate signs. <laughs> nice. Uh, my only other two were Grinch McMahon and the Vince that stole Christmas. Um, oh yeah, not, I saw a couple Grinch ones and then yeah, I was like, not the Grinch signs, came out in 2000. Not good signs, but yeah, just, it was around Christmas. Um, should we get on with the show? We've already discussed a lot how this was from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, we did have Jerry Lawler back on commentary, Chad. So we didn't have to hear Taz and JR this time talking about bloomers or crispies or what else did he say? Biscuits. Um, and then the the very first thing that we saw when the show opened was I I don't remember if Vince was there, but Mick Foley said that. Oh, it was they cut to a, a a thing from Sunday Night Heat where Mick Foley said that he would resign as commissioner if someone got seriously injured in the six man Hell in a Cell main event match. So before all of that happened, well, the, the Hell in a Cell match, we had the first match of the night, which was Team Extreme versus the Radicals. So it was three men versus Team Extreme, including Lita. So sort of a mixed person, uh, a mixed six person tag team match. And it was elimination style. Um, what do you guys have for this? I have some quotes, but I got some quotes. I too. had some backstage segments that I really enjoyed with Lita in them. What's that? Oh, there were just backstage segments about the the build for this match where Lita was forced to take dates with uh, Dean oh, Malenko. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was and then like she, slightly disturbing. Yeah, it was incredibly disturbing. Uh, Dean Malenko definitely being a creep. Yeah, uh, but Lita got the upper hand when she uh, got him into a hotel room, only for Matt and Jeff to beat the shit out of him in that hotel room. I did. Nice. I, I did have quotes from the commentary team when they were describing the video after it was done. And Jerry Jerry Lawler's like, Dean, you don't wear your wedding ring out on a date, and Jr. was like. <laughs> And he was in bed with his socks on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Joe, what did you have for this? Uh, so first off, I have a note that says sub actually is looking a lot like Eddie these days. Yeah, the mullet and the mustache. The mullet. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and then I have a quote. Uh, it was Dean Malenko and Lita. I think we're the only ones left in the ring. Or left in the match because it was an elimination match. Did you say that? Yeah, it was an elimination match. Yeah. Uh, so those were the only two people that were left in the match. And King goes, he doesn't want to finish this match prematurely. And <laughs> JR says, heard he's had problems with that. 
That, oh, um, I remember. Yeah, I remember why you said that. It was because uh, Dean kept on like picking lead up and instead of. Uh, oh yeah, instead he kept of getting the three count. And, yeah, he kept letting her yeah. up. Um, I had I had a quote before that part of the match where they were talking about Lita and Jerry Lawler was like, Lita should not be in this match. And JR's like, what do you think she should do? Be in the kitchen making barbecue sauce? <laughs> was, was this before uh, <laughs> JR's barbecue sauce or? I think so. I don't know when he started that, but I don't, I so don't think he's he just been his... obsessed with barbecue yeah. sauce. He's just always been a big barbecue sauce guy. <laughs> have you ever had his barbecue sauce? I have not. I don't know where they sell it. And I would assume that if I if I wanted to have it, that I'd have to order it from the internet. And Sweet Baby Ray's exists. So why would you need anything else but Sweet Baby? You don't. That's true. It's so sweet and so baby and so Ray's. Yeah. You could really taste the babies. <laughs> and the Ray's. All right. Uh, any anyone else got anything for this match? It did come down to Dean Malenko and Lita at the end, and uh, Malenko, after letting Lita up a few times at two, just makes her tap out, and the Radicals win, and it got two beers. No surveys. All right. Uh, next match, we had ourselves a William Regal appearance. Yep, his standard uh, pay per view William Regal appearance. Um. Faces a fan favorite. He's got the title back. Yeah, um, already. <laughs> he already got the European title back from when we watched the last pay-per-view, which I only think was like a week it or It was a week so apart. Before. <laughs> they were a week so apart. So he lost it to Crash Holly. He gains it back from Crash Holly. Um, and he shows up in Birmingham, Alabama to shit on some uh, people from Alabama. Classic William Regal style. And out comes uh, from Alabama, Bob Holly. Well, I don't know if you Hardcore heard- type. Chad, I don't know if you heard Jerry Lawler's shit on Alabama during this match. Yeah, a lot. But uh, he's... You act like I have a connection to the state. I don't. I don't care about it. Yeah. At all. Oh, really? care about Auburn. My family's from there, but like... Where did you grow up? I don't have any allegiance to that state. Virginia. Oh. I grew up here. Why did I think you had... I don't remember in my life living anywhere else. My family's from there. Why was Troy your fallback school? Because it was free state tuition, in-state tuition. Yeah, my dad's a in-state be- Alabama because you're resident. from Virginia. No, my dad's a Alabama resident because he was in the military, so he was still able to claim Alabama as his state residency. So when I was applying for colleges, I got to he got it was super cheap to go to Troy because of Man. the fact that it was in-state tuition. Learning so much about Chad this episode. Anyways, Jerry Lawler said during this match, he was like, "What's the state slogan here? Four million people." 15 last names. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny you say that. The place my dad's from, there's like four major families and they all have like, there's a lot going on there. But like all the four major roads in the city are the names of the four major families. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have any quotes for this? Because I have one more. No, nope. I don't. I got nothing. <laughs> Jerry, Law- Jerry Lawler again. He was talking about uh, two people in the front row. He goes, look at those two in the front row chewing tobacco. And they're both women. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember kind of hearing that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, the match wasn't great. Uh, no, it's, these William Regal matches are always a terrible. Yeah. Let's see. Um, basically, what happened was Raven, Joe's dog, interfered in this match. 
she DDT'd, oh, yeah, she DDT'd Bob Holly and Regal retains. And then JR suggested that Raven hates Alabama. Joe, your comments? Raven. Raven, how do you feel about Alabama? She said that people from Alabama fuck dogs. <laughs> so she hates Jesus it. And Christ. wait, she, so she hates it or loves it? Hates it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh this got one beer. Yep. Did you know that 26 match. years ago this week, Good Burger came out? Really? Home with a good burger. What are you? Welcome what are you to Good looking, Burger. Home with you, a good burger. <laughs> what are you? What are you Xing it out right doing? now? I went to my are phone to to go to the um, Armageddon Wikipedia page, but when I loaded my phone up, Facebook was already up. Um, and the first thing on my Facebook was a uh, hey, 26 years ago, Good Burger came out. Don't yeah, act like you didn't love it when you were a kid. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take you all? Can I take your order? <laughs> Classic. Not a good movie, moving but on. did love the skits from all that. Um, yes, moving on. Uh, next match was China versus Val Venus. We did have, um, uh, yeah, this was bad. Um, this card was just all bad, except for yeah. the main event. The main it event was, was wild. Can we just skip ahead? I would. <laughs> the only thing I'd like to point it, point out about this match was a similarity between Chad and Jerry Lawler. Did you? You know, one of the things that Chad and Jerry Lawler have in common, Joe? Uh, they're over 50. <laughs> 31, you fuck. No, Jerry Lawler in this match said that he also bought his fair share of China Playboy magazines. Oh. Just like Chad did. I do have copies of those, yep. Copy? You literally those. copies, plural. I mean, I only think I have the one... I think I only have one copy of each time she was the main, like the main cover person on it. How many times was but she? There's in more it? than one. I think three, but definitely two. Jesus, I don't have to go look at the stack. It's hidden away somewhere underneath, like a oh fucking yeah, huge stack of <laughs> under your WD mattress, hidden a huge stack right of now. one mattress, hidden away exactly in a spot where you know it is. They're in my office. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even in the bedroom. What do you have an office for? What are you doing in your office that often? Seriously? That's the only room with my shit. My room, I decorate that room. It's got all my Auburn You decorated stuff. the it's office like with desk. all your Playboys? No, those are literally, as I said, underneath the big stack of w, I mean, WWE biographies. So they're not hidden. You know exactly where they're at. Something can be hidden and you know exactly where it's at. Those are not, it's not lost. It's hidden. There's a difference. No, that's fair. You've got, you've got, a, you've got a fair <laughs> argument there. You've got a fair argument there. <laughs> yeah, um, I know the English language works. Um, China lost this match to Valvinus. I did take uh ivory interference and ivory blood. That was the Yeah, ivory blood on her chin. Bulk of the bulk of the beer ratings was ivory interference and ivory blood. And yeah. she was not even in this match. Um yeah, Valvinus wins. I got a beer and a half. Um, I, oh shit. What's up? Um it's not not exactly a quote, but because I I didn't get the quote. I didn't pay attention well enough, but King definitely called China a butterface. And then JR is no, no. like, oh, oh my god, I have that. Um, yeah, like no, he's, he called Ivory a butterface. Oh, was it Ivory? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wrote China. Okay. Yeah, he called Ivory a butterface. Yeah, I have that in the notes. It was right before the Ivory blood on her chin, and I said, "What the fuck? When did that happen?" Um. All right. Next was uh, Vince McMahon coming out to talk. Uh, which at this point he said he came out to talk, 
I'll just go through my notes. He says that he meant everything that he said on SmackDown, including wanting a divorce. Um, so this is part of the build toward the WrestleMania 17 match. Um, he also called the WWF World Wrestling Federation Entertainment. I don't know if you guys caught that. And he also tries to stop the Hell in a Cell match from happening. That was yes. basically it. Moving on. That was the thing that happened. I just wanted to point it out because I know we have Mania 17 coming up in it's three retros away. Wow. I think we have yep. Royal, Royal Rumble next. Then I will no, assume way no way out. Yeah. And then and then Mania 17. I'm excited for the Rumble. I have That's no idea who wins. Really? That was no, I, dumb. I have a pretty good idea of who wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. 17. I bet it's, I bet it's Kane. Yeah. Or yeah. he probably is so big. It's hard to throw him out. Or yeah. like Big him Show. Or, him or Big Show. Yeah. It's almost impossible that they would lose. Such a big, big show. I think. Yeah, you're right, Joe. Um. Oh, speaking of Kane, he was in the next match in a last man standing oh, match. This with was Chris a Jericho. terrible match. This was. And I think Chad and I texted about this. The oh, this worst, one got crazy. The worst last man last man standing match ever. Yes, there's yeah, not the, even a debate. I've never seen something a last man standing match that I wanted to sleep through. And just think, yeah. it, all, it all started with a hot cup of coffee. Yeah, Dude, an, uh, ac- an accidental like, bump. <laughs> they like straight go. They go straight backstage almost immediately, and the fans just got super sad about it because like the match started and almost immediately they went backstage. Um, but then there was no camera backstage ready for that moment. So there was oh, yeah. this awkward 30 seconds yeah, of like, yeah, the, the commentators talking about how the, we needed a camera back there. And then it looked like they had just been waiting for the camera to get back there to keep fighting. And then out of nowhere, people backstage got involved and Kane starts fighting some guy backstage who looked like Midian. Uh, one of them for was, like 30 seconds. And then one, they one took it back Midian. to the ring. If, 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 if you say so, it looked like Midian. I couldn't tell for sure, though. The the thing that I hated most about this, other than the fact that the what like what you just said was like we got like 80% of the way through this match until we finally got even a chair introduced yeah. into the match. It was it was just bad. Yeah, I thought this match, like when I heard it was a last man standing match and I, and all the cars were out there and all that fun stuff, I thought that it were gonna it was gonna be like a big beer match. But it was instead it was just a cane match. <laughs> the possibilities were there for this to be good and get a lot of beers, and it got 1.75 beers. And Chris Jericho won after he pushed over a bunch of barrels onto Kane. Was it, yeah, it was barrels, right? Yeah, it was part a bunch of, the of barrels that were stuck together. Yeah, and then Kane stuck his hand through because he's alive. Yeah, he's, it's alive. Oh, um. It got 1.75 beers, and we will move on. Uh, fatal four-way tag team match. No stipulation? No stipulation. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, already a fatal, a normal four-way. fatal four-way. Yeah, this was for I wrote the tag. That down. It was a, this, this was for the tag titles, though. We had Edge and Christian, Right to Censor, Road Dog, and then R-Truth and... Or, sorry, Road Dog and R-Truth, and then the Dudleys. Um, one thing that I want to point out, and this has happened a couple retros in a row now, um, I've been watching these and Leslie has been sitting on the couch next to me reading a book on her tablet. Fucking nerd. Um, and it seems like every time I turn Peacock on to watch any part of these retros, as soon as she sits down, right to censor music hits. <laughs> and it's 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 not funny for it's not funny just because of that. It's funny just because like 
every t- like she sits down and then it hits and like it's been like three pay-per-views in a row that she's done it and it hits and she's just like this time she was finally just like what the fuck turn it off fuck this stupid music <laughs> last week's I, retro when i was watching last I just, week's retro, i just don't mute it <laughs> my wife was like uh she was sick the day i was watching it i had it off i had that day off and she was like sitting on the couch taking a nap I think the the boys were taking a nap, so my girls were in their room, like playing quietly. It was just me out here. My wife asleep on the couch, taking a nap, and that music hit, and she woke up pissed. <laughs> You're like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I'm like, "Sorry, it's the retro." Because <laughs> <laughs> it goes on for so long. I feel like they purposely. Thank you. you gotta let me know when you do that. Yeah, I gotta clean the fridge out. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not judging. I like Bud Light. I do too. It still tastes delicious. Turns out they didn't change the recipe. Never will. I doubt it. But you know, when I have people over, they just I don't know, maybe I need new friends, but it's just like no one drinks the Bud Light in my house. <laughs> yeah, you probably need to come friends. up there and drink the Bud Light. You got gotcha, you. I'll drink it. He's lying to you, Dylan. Oh he won't. Yeah. He's speaking of Dylan. Joe, what's our plan for tomorrow? I figured just meet, meet there. We're going to VCW. We're gonna see Matt Cardona. Oh yeah. You want to see my shirt, Dylan? Yes, please. I'm going to, I'll describe it since this is a podcast and we're not on any sort of video. Hmm. Just waiting on Joe to get back. It's a nice shirt. I will say that the Fatal Four Way tag team match, the Edge and Christian win, and it was 2.75 beers and it wasn't that great. Joe is back. This was for the tag titles, though, right? And he's got, yes, it was. Joe's got a hot mess Chelsea Green shirt. <laughs> I thought you were joking when we said we were going to get Chelsea Green shirts and wear them to the Matt Cardano show. <laughs> Joe, I love it. A good shirt. It really is. It's like fits well like, too. It's like honestly, like wrestling shirts these days, not great. That's a good shirt. Yeah, I think I'm going to start like really getting my wrestling shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, they they are. I don't like them because the fabric's super thin. I'm more of a WWE fan that uses like a thicker cotton. Oh, I like thinner it fabric fits better. Yeah, it's softer. It I, fits oh, WWE shirts fit horribly on me, and it's a, like a super thick fabric that I don't like. Yeah, I'm I'm with Joe on this. I don't like thick fabrics. Yeah, and also I always feel like every it's not single sh- coverage because it's thin. Also, every single shirt that WWE not. sells is black, and that just doesn't cut it when That's it's true. 97 degrees outside. Yeah, and the and the, yeah, I'm with you, Dylan. Thanks. I'm with you, Joe. Not, you don't have to be against me just because I like something different. You know? No, it's That's, fine. It's no, it's... we're against you because you have a terrible opinion, not because it's you. I'm not against you. I, <laughs> I think you, I think you're against me. That's true. I think. <laughs> no, seriously though, Joe. Uh, on this note for tomorrow, uh, do they get? Do they, have you been to one of these shows before? Once. Do they no... have alcohol at these? Shows? No. Oh, what you guys got a pregame. What kind of wrestling show? Can you bring your own? Well, in that scenario, we got a pregame. Uh, not going to do it at my house. Yeah, that's Be- that's probably yeah, you got fair. no air conditioning. You guys um, also should probably bring flasks to the show. Yes. Yeah, what if we? Not- I don't know. No, these all all these plants all suck. I think I've provided the best idea. It's bring flask pregame, bring flasks to the show, and pregame at Chad's house where there's air conditioning. Well, it's it's super close to my house. Oh, pregame at so- a bar close to it. Oh, we could go to not O'Connor's because O'Connor's closed. 
Yeah, it's okay. Uh, it's close. Um, yeah, Makers is not super far. There you go. Not well, super uh, yeah, far. That one. I I believe in okay. you guys that you guys will come up with a great solution yeah. to this problem. I mean, we couldn't drink too much because you know of the whole driving thing. Oh, you have to drive. Yeah, it's that the whole far time away? we're talking about this. I have to like figure out how far it is from. Yeah, it's it's not well far. It's not. it's not let, far from your house. It's uh. Let me just be the first person to say that if anyone has to drive, they probably shouldn't drink. That's true. Yeah, yeah very true. I guess I I'm just not gonna. Jeff. I don't condone drinking and driving whatsoever. Um, what if I just drive to your place? I drop my car off there, and we drive together over to the show. Yeah, I mean I that just, works. I won't drink. It, parking's free. Yeah. Um, let's but see. I know where your house is, and I have no idea where the fuck this place is at. It's uh, it's fine. You can just Google it. It's the Croc. It's a Salvation Army place. Ooh, nice. Ooh, that sounds. But bad. it's <laughs> but it's it, it's literally going to be one of those quite. It's not like you're wrestling in front of in front of thirty people at a Salvation Army. Yeah, it's not hole. like a it's not like a real Salvation Army like bingo hole or anything like that. It's like a. Uh, I don't know, fucking what do they call those activity centers things? There's like pools and a gym. YMCA rec centers. Rec center. It's like a rec center. Um, I like oh YMCA. God, this is gonna be so bad. Literally, they wrestle on. They set up the ring on top of like a basketball court, and they push the bleachers back. Whoa! Like it's oh, like shit. a it's like a high school fucking gym, but a rec center <laughs> instead. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. But by the way, Chad, I don't think I don't think cj is going to be able to make it anymore yeah, whatever um he's getting called and i'm going to text him tomorrow because you, you you got three tickets right yeah i got three tickets yeah okay if anything i'll just make brie come um but i got three tickets well then who's gonna wear the hot mess shirt i'm not brie oh, okay she doesn't need to wear a shirt for people to know oh <laughs> he's not here <laughs> <laughs> all right um Let's let's get back into this. Uh, we had a backstage segment with Triple H, who is somehow still alive. Uh, yep. Let's not forget about the 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 forklift thing. Um, and then at at which point he tells his wife Stephanie McMahon that the WWF title is the most important thing in the whole world because that's something that you should tell your wife, even if it is kayfabe at the time. Um, moving on, Billy Gunn versus Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Am I a bad person for yes when this started <laughs> wanting to wanting Chris Benoit to win this match? Oh no! You say you don't oh, know no. or no? Uh, no, I'm like oh no, as in like I don't know the answer to your question. I'm concerned. Like, there's definitely gonna like now that I think about it, there's definitely gonna be matches in the future. Cough, cough. WrestleMania 20, Royal Rumble yeah. 2004. That I want Chris Benoit to win these matches. And well, he does. I know the answer to it <laughs> and yeah, but like the, the ones that I don't know the answer to. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'd rather Chris Benoit win than Billy Gunn. Am I a bad person for that? I don't know. You got to ask the world. Yeah. I'll make sure to post it to Twitter and say that you posted it. X. Oh, fucking it again. I'm sure X is about to become like all fucking right wing propaganda anyway. So <laughs> it actually kind of, I'm is. not going to do that. <laughs> Um, anyone have any notes for this? Um, which match? I thought this was the first match that wasn't like atrocious on this car. There were times where I was actually interested in this match, but it was 
a relatively slow start to this match. Um, and I feel like Chris Benoit can have really good matches with the right opponents. There's just some people that aren't the right opponent. I, I, think I don't think Billy Gunn did a great job. Have with a great Chris match. I think he could have a great match with a broomstick. Honestly, he is a really good wrestler. Was was I said it first. I do want to point out, I had one note that Billy Gunn's music was like the classic Billy Gunn music. Yeah. And I like the the one, the one Billy Gunn, the one Billy Gunn. Yeah. Not the, I'm an ass man music, but one Billy Gunn. (laughs) Um, The only thing, the only other note I had about this match was that they just kept talking about the significance of Billy Gunn wearing two earrings. They talked about that <laughs> so much during this match. Bothered the fuck out of JR that he was coming to the ring with two earrings. Yeah. Um, Chris Benoit it's a grown did. man wearing two earrings. <laughs> Chris Benoit did win this match with the crossface, which at some point JR called the Cobra Clutch. Um, which, yeah, there's that. Uh, and I got a beard a quarter. That it did. Um, All right. Oh, Joe. Next match. Go ahead. Before we talk about the match itself. I have comments on last week's episode. Oh, um, go ahead. So first, first off, you asked about like Molly Holly's pigtails. You're like, <laughs> I wonder what Joe would say about this. I am honestly not a fan of adult woman in pigtails. It's like very child. It's like not very even, childish, and it makes me uncomfortable. Not even if you're looking for like the the whole, well. No, I don't look for the fucking little. We don't know what you're talking about, Dylan. You know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. No, I don't look for for the little girl look, Dylan. It's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the. That's that's totally what I assumed you were going for. No, not the little girl look. I'm talking about like when. Handlebars. Yeah, hand. Yeah. Yeah, that. Oh, no. When you grab onto the pigtails. No. Anyways. Nope. Doesn't do it for me either, Joe. Nobody nobody does that. It doesn't for me either. Nobody... All I said last week was that pigtails I thought were pretty when I was a child, which makes a yeah. lot of sense because you <laughs> just said it was the look of a child. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, th- I had to clear my name on that one. Not a fan. Okay. Um, the other thing is I'll you cut all you that, talk... by the way. There you <laughs> <laughs> um, The other thing is talked about like someone said something about biscuits in last week's uh pay-per-view um and you guys were like what the fuck could biscuits mean uh Uh, it was taz that said that china has some really nice biscuits and you and dylan you went down the line of oh it's probably probably just another word for puppies he doesn't know what to say no i said butt because alexa bliss biscuit butt okay yeah so here's what i'm here's my correlation biscuits buns buns are butts biscuits are smaller than buns generally oh but so biscuits not, are small butts. I think like a small but still like plump butt. Like a I think fit, that's, like a fit butt. Like a fit butt. Like not not bulbous butt. Not but squishy. Like kind of like muscular. Muscular. That actually end. that actually makes a lot of sense because he was talking about China. Yes. Okay. Which Chad loves China's ass. Loves so it. Why loves don't we go to why don't butt. we go why don't we go to the pro on this one, Chad? Chad. I like um. I'm not gonna answer any of these questions. I'm, I'm Jesus, Chad! Part. Like literally, any other bitch. time, we can't get you to stop talking about China's butt. And Seriously, now we ask you an actual now, question about it. Now you're on. True. Now you're on record on recording, and you don't want to say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not drunk enough to sit here and, and talk about my love of asses right now. 
We just want you to talk about one specific ass. I'm an ass man. You know what, Chad? You're an ass. All right. Let's get on. Let's get to this match. It was Holly Molly, Molly Holly versus (laughs) Trish Stratus versus Ivory in a uh, Ivory's the champ. It's for the women's championship. Yes. Um, Was not a good match. No, terrible. It went like three minutes. Only thing I have was a quote uh, where JR. I forget who was chopping who, but JR was commenting on it. And he was like, <laughs> that was a hard chop in the pectoralis area. And, and Jerry Lawler was like, that's the got milk area, JR. <laughs> yeah, it was Molly Holly doing the chops and they were terrible. Not, not good at all. Um, Ivory does retain. I don't know if you guys have any other notes for this. No. Um, After she retained, uh, it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff after uh, the match. The... The stuff after the match. So she retains, uh, and then Trish Stratus starts beating up on Holly Molly, and then uh, <laughs> TNA comes out like more TNA than when Trish is already out there. Like at Tess and Albert come out, and they act like they're gonna also beat up on uh, Holly Molly, and then uh, <laughs> it's the return of the APA. The acolytes are back. Uh, Bradshaw and Farouk uh, come back from injury or whatever time off they had or whatever and no idea they attack the shit out of tna and tna runs off scared and i'm glad we have apa back on the pay-per-views I actually really do watch enjoy watching apa matches yeah uh and this got 1.75 beers because of the return and we will finally move on to the main event six man hell in a cell from armageddon we had kurt angle the undertaker the Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rikishi, and Triple H returning from the dead. This lived up to the expectations. Yeah. yeah. I think this is like the fourth or fifth time I've seen this match. And every time I watch it, I love it. It, it was this a little bit crazy. Have you ever watched this, Joe? I don't think so. Well, except let's for go, yesterday. Let's go ahead and hear. Let's go ahead and get Joe's perspective from it. Because Chad and I had both watched it before. I don't. I don't know exactly what you what kind of perspective you're looking for or not perspective like what did you think like what was your favorite parts just tell us all about it uh i thought it was pretty funny when uh stone cold did the th- no i guess it's not a 360 but he went all the way around the ring uh dragging triple h's face along the cage <laughs> yeah um was this this by the way the commentary team was talking it sounded like this was the first time kurt angles ever bled Ooh, i did not catch that actually Probably, yeah, I would assume so. Jerry Lawler was talking him up. He's like, that's the first time Kurt Angles have ever even seen his blood. Um, Stuff like that. There's only one person that didn't bleed, right? Uh, Austin Undertaker, bled, Rock bled. Rikishi Angle. might not have bled. I didn't get Rikishi blood. Yeah, yeah I guess Rikishi and Undertaker Triple H, did Triple H bleed? Yeah, he bled. Triple H oh, bled yeah, from the face so, Taker a lot. Taker and Rikishi did not bleed. Taker bled. Did he? Yeah, I definitely have Taker blood. Hmm. Oh but yeah, just Taker. Taker busted open after an angle chair shot. I definitely have that note. Oh yeah, they're just. I have a note. It was an unprotected chair shot to the dome. Yeah, yeah. on top. Yeah, of the oh, cage. on top of the cage. Yeah, I have a note on here that says I could take that that bump that Rikishi took. You think so? I definitely think so. It wasn't yeah. a bad. It wasn't Let's a bad drop. Yeah, I mean it, that, that that's the whole reason they brought in the truck with the hay on it. Yeah, that shit was padded as fuck. I think you could even see the mattress, the blow up mattress, like underneath the hay, and like after he fell, 
there was something white on like the back of the truck. Yeah, I, th- I think I could take that bump. So, and, and I'm willing when, to if you want to get a if you want to build a hell in a cell structure and get like a big fucking hay truck. I'm willing maybe to take not that, that spot. But I did go to Taylor's Do It the other day, and they had uh, steel chairs, folded steel chairs. They had metal trash cans and lids, and I got some extra sheet pans. I can bring them over on Saturday, and we could just try and see how much those hurt. If that's what you want to try, you guys should have, bring. You guys should bring one to the VCW show and just hand it to a wrestler and see if they use it. We could give it oh, to the like king the of hardcore, the hardcore yeah. king. Yeah, hardcore king. I would bring a cookie sheet because those are my favorite, and then film it, please. I have a metal trash can in my in my backyard. And I also have metal chairs and I don't have a ladder, but I have a step stool. Mm. Okay. I want to get the steel trash can. It's only like 30 bucks from a uh, uh, Taylor's do it center and see how I much don't know where Taylor's do it center is. Yeah. I'm an always like an ace hardware. I'm an okay. always man, dude. I was just, but yeah, I, I have, a, I have a metal trash language. can um, okay. and a, and a baking sheet. Ooh. So my question for you, Joe, is when they when Vince McMahon came out there to try and stop the match and they ripped the door off with and they brought the that truck out there. Did you know what was going to happen? Like, had you seen the spot and clips before uh, with Mick Foley coming out? No, 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 no. With R- the Rikishi spot. Did you have you had you? Did oh, you no, I've, I've never seen that spot before. Um, I mean, I, I as soon as I saw them on top of the cage, I was like, oh, yeah, someone's falling on top of that truck. Uh, okay. But for whatever reason, like until they did the aerial shot over, I didn't see how tr- tall the truck was or how close the truck was to the cage. Um, or at least I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I predicted the spot probably later than I should. I'd like to admit, though. Okay. Yeah, that I mean... little. So, <laughs> I'm going to hold on. I got to rewind and send you guys a picture. Okay. Just to see if you guys agree. All in uh, all, all in all, while Joe's saying, while Joe's doing that, I would say that this is probably still to this day one of my favorite all like all time Hell in a Cell matches, just because of the added element of more than two people in there. Like the New Day versus the Usos is one of my favorite Hell in a Cell matches of all time because there's more than two people in there. I personally can't think of another singles Hell in a Cell like another like triple threat or greater hell in a cell match ever so those two might honestly be my favorites because of like just the added element and like you there's stuff that you have never seen before in a hell in a cell match because there's so many people in it i think uh my favorite hell in a cell would be the one that never ended between the fiend and seth rollins shut the fuck up (laughs) no seriously uh i wouldn't say it's like my top three hell in a cell match it doesn't stick out to me like that but I would say it was really fucking good. Definitely needs to be on the upper echelon. The adding six people to it thing definitely was an enjoyable aspect of the show. It was of the match that you don't normally get in the Hell in a Cell. It did make it a little hard to pay attention to everything going on, but uh, it was really entertaining. Joe just sent us a picture because he's watching Collision right now, and there's a... Uh, Christian doing his entrance and on the Titan Tron in the middle, it looks like a butthole, like a lot like a butthole. I agree with you. I don't think you're ever going to see Christian's entrance again without seeing his butthole. Maybe not his butthole, but that butthole. I mean, it's his entrance. Therefore, his His entrance butthole. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, any butthole could be an entrance, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, getting back to the match. Oh boy. Let me see if I had any notes of significance here. 
uh obviously once the door got ripped off uh they went up the ramp and you know they used the cars a lot that's where a couple people got busted open out there i think one of my favorite things about this match and just like a funny thing and i don't know if you guys noticed this but i think i've noticed it every time i've seen this match was when taker was on top of the cage and i don't know who else was up there with him at the time but it definitely we were still a ways away from him throwing rikishi off you it was kurt no, no no it was like before it was like in the middle of everyone being up there uh um, I, I thought only three of them got up there it was kurt taker and uh no. fucking rikishi i don't remember Whoever rock was... triple h or austin being up there austin got up on top of the cage for sure Okay, I'll take your word for it. The only people that didn't get on top of the cage... Actually, I think the only person that didn't get on top of the cage was The Rock. I think Triple H and Austin... I know Austin did, and I'm pretty sure Triple H did. Both got up on top yeah, of the cage. I remember Triple H going up there. Um, But my fa- my favorite... One of my favorite things about this match was Taker just being off to the side and asking the timekeeper to throw him a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it, but he... <laughs> It took like three or four attempts before the timekeeper got it up there. That's funny. That was just one of my favorite things. Like, hey, throw me a chair. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. <laughs> um, Kurt Angle wins this match. He retains. Uh, so still the WWF champion. Uh, and it got eight beers. I haven't put this in yet, so I don't know if it's top 10, but I doubt it. I think we're probably in the realm of like needing like nine or 10 beers to crack the top 10 now. I'm honestly not sure, but it's still up there. And then Armageddon 2000 got 20 beers, 20 total beers. It's a solid, solid effort. Good job, guys. Yep. Yep. All right. We're going to take a break real quick, grab some beers, and we'll be back with the weekly recap. All right. Let's get into the weekly wrestling recap and start with SmackDown from last week. What do we? What do you guys want to talk about? Uh, LA Knight's not in the. LA Knight didn't win. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty upset. I I read the rumor is that they have a plan to start his official push for something after um, SummerSlam weekend. So here's my here's my theory, um, Austin. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I think that they didn't have enough room on the card and they had to cut things off the SummerSlam card. So they wanted to move Austin Theory off the SummerSlam card and they didn't want to move LA Knight first winning it off of Austin off the card. So what I think is going to happen is whoever wins the match tonight will lose the Friday Night SmackDown match to Austin Theory at the Friday Night SmackDown the night before SummerSlam. So that after SummerSlam at Payback, LA Knight wins the title off of LA Austin. Theory. So then what does LA Knight do at SummerSlam? Anything? I heard they have a spot planned where he's going to come out and talk to the audience. Okay. Yeah. You know what this yeah. feels like? You know what this feels like? All over again? Rusev Day. Ooh, it does feel a lot like Rusev Day. It doesn't make me excited. Chad, what are you doing? Diddling. Chad's literally doing a Rubik's Cube right now. Trying to at least. Uh, wh- while I was gone, I learned how to do them very efficiently. That's weird because you've been doing it for like ten minutes now. This you is the fourth got, time. You like haven't even gotten minutes. a. You haven't even gotten a single side yet. You still haven't. No, like you can show me that you all you these want, work, but right? the but the people are gonna believe me when I say that you haven't gotten a singular side yet. He's no Steve, Dylan. 
Yeah, Steve was the best. Um, yeah, I'm pretty upset about LA Knight. Um, yeah, we're getting Ray versus uh, what's it called? Uh, what's he? What's what's his name? Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar. So the LWO, like I, I can, I guess I can kind of see like that was probably the next best option. Chad completed the Rubik's cube. Congratulations, Chad. I was pretty efficient, Chad. <laughs> he, just, he just shrugged it off. Like, <laughs> he's so mad. He's so mad. Chad, what else do you want to talk about on SmackDown? Well, I mean, do you, do you agree that's probably what's going to happen? Or how do you feel about the LA Knight thing? Other than you just don't like the fight, LA Knight's not winning the match at SummerSlam. I will believe that he's getting a push after SummerSlam when I see it. Because until, until I see LA Knight getting pushed again, slash at all, this is Rusev Day all over again. Yeah, but this is Triple H booking, and LA Knight's a Triple H guy. Is it? He's not really I mean, a Triple Vince H McMahon, guy. Vince McMahon did have surgery, and in the meantime, LA Knight can get pushed while Vince McMahon can't get his stupid, grubby little fucking paws all over everything. Penis paws. Penis paws, but when he comes back, LA Knight, what's going to happen? I heard that LA Knight's backstage politics aren't great. I did see that. I don't know what that means exactly, but I I guess it means that he just rubs people. He probably the just wrong says way. yeah a lot, and they just don't yeah. like it. Maybe they're jealous because they're not as over as him. Yeah, just fucking stupid. I don't know. I just want him to win and like be good. He doesn't need to win the world championship. Maybe compete for it a time or two, but like I don't need him to win the world championship. I just want him to be on my TV as much as possible. And way more than the Judgment Day are. Judgment Day are on my TV all the fucking time. For I'm example, for example, Sub Mysterio main evented SmackDown, Smackdown NXT last week, SmackDown this week, this past week, and Raw this past Monday. Yeah, is he like a free agent or something? <laughs> I mean, the draft doesn't matter. We've established that. Well, um, it shook up the entire WWE. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Speaking of NXT, oh, which shit. you I'm can see my boxers. Sorry, that's all right. This isn't a video podcast. It's fine. Thought, well, yeah, but I had a huge fucking heart on. <laughs> oh, Jesus nice. Christ. Was Otis on the screen? No, Ricky Starks. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. No, I'm not. I, I didn't real. have a. I didn't have a heart on for reference. Still you don't. S- you literally said you did. Yeah, it was, it's called Prove a lie. It or, uh, we don't believe you. Well, yeah, who are we supposed to believe? You or you? I, I'll show you my dick. I swear to God, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please don't. Um, I feel so, like the theme of SmackDown on Friday was the women's title picture. Like the yeah. whole women's division kind of took like the forefront of Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, I could see that. Charlotte versus Io Sky was a really good match. Also, Bailey was there, so hopefully, you know, sup. I did say that if she showed up on SmackDown last week, that her injury is probably not an injury, and it appears that it's not that way. So hopefully she's good. Um, what else from the women's division? I'm looking. I'm looking. That was pretty much it. That was. She's got no hair. She's got no hair. Yep. And they confirmed the triple threat match, and Oscar attacked Charlotte after the win over Io Sky. Which was a good match. Very good match. Oh, I know what I want to talk about on SmackDown. Remember last week when I said the Bobby Lashley thing? Yes. Chad, 
Do I, I mean, do I need to give you props again? Because I feel like I should get props on this one. It's right Lashley, there. It's Lashley there. recruiting Mello. And I think they hinted at Mello and Trick splitting a little bit on NXT this week. You think oh, so? I didn't watch, so. They had a they had a three on three match. It was them two plus Elia versus versus the schism. They won the match, but there was like contention there. And then in a backstage segment, like Carmelo and Elia were like, "We're good. We're not going to be on the same side again." But we're like, "Good. We're going to have a great match on Sunday." They coexisted, but then Trick Mello, a Trick Trick went crazy on Elia and started like screaming at him, yelling at him, and then argued with Carmelo about. It and it feel like they're really trying to build this new persona for Trick Williams, like independent of Carmelo. Interesting. It was I'll good. It. I will say that. Uh, it was nice to see Trick Williams having some like his own personality, separate I mean, from the Carmelo. Always... Hey, okay, separate. Yeah, I was yeah, say, separate from the Carmelo a... thing. He's always had a big personality. Um... Yeah, I just think he's got an opportunity to be a great character on his own. So, but yeah. they met with Bobby Lashley, which is what I said I wanted to happen after Bobby met with. The Street Profits a few weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know what this group's going to be called, if it's going to be Hurt Business 2.0 or <laughs> something better, but I'm Dang very it. excited. I'm very, very excited when this group comes together. Do we think that that means Melo's losing this weekend? That is like the hardest match from this weekend to predict for me. I'm looking okay. at the the lineup, and like most of the picks are very easy. I have no idea who to pick, Carmelo or Elia. Well, and also there's the element of like, um, like Elia could also move up. I I read an article today that said the higher ups in WWE are way higher on Carmelo and Trick than almost anyone else in NXT, and that's above Braun Breaker. That's above as they should be. Elia Dragunov. That's above. He's not a good wrestler. Von Wagner. Well, Von Wagner and Braun Breaker are in a rivalry now. I'm sure I mean, you want to watch I, more of I that. I will say, <laughs> speaking of NXT, they were they were in Orlando last week for SmackDown. So there were a ton of NXT people in the crowd backstage. Yeah. Um, so there was that last week. Uh, there was a, just a ton of people. Um, I had a note because I had no idea that they signed the Cavender twins to an NIL deal. <laughs> I oh, have yeah, no idea about that. They're like gymna- gymnasts or fucking basketball. cheerleaders, basketball. I, that was my third I guess. I think they were. I, after Chad, you said basketball. Do you know basketball for Miami? Is that is that right? I have no idea. I oh, knew gosh. of them only because they signed it in all year, though. If basketball, if basketball players for Miami, Miami is not the right answer. I'm really sorry, but I'm pretty sure that's the answer. Oh, Why I are you sorry? Know. It doesn't matter. They're not listening. Maybe they are. Mm, probably not. You never know. It does look like to week they who, are who basketball the players for Miami. Be. Oh, thank God. Google says they are basketball players for Miami. Jeeves. Well, ask Jeeves. You're supposed to ask Jeeves. Doesn't Google could get stuff wrong. Jeeves never Jeeves is never wrong. That's true. You should use that as your search engine from now on. Um well then the only other thing that I really wanted to talk about was the rules of engagement, Jay and Roman. So if there's anything else that anyone wants to talk about for SmackDown. Now is the time. Nope. We're doing tribal combat, which, I mean, along the lines of a Vikings rule. Actually, no, Jay explained it. It's uh, anything goes, basically. I don't know if it's false count anywhere, but it is anything goes. And also, the uh, the tribal chief moniker is also up for grabs. So if this match could not get any more obvious, like, <laughs> Roman's going to win. Uh, I heard... 
an interesting take on the internet and i kind of immediately believed it um you're stupid no not that jay's gonna win wait uh, but okay they said that like it's one-on-one it's them on them there's there shouldn't be anybody else and apparently that's like the whole point is it should be just the two of them one-on-one no rules but okay so you're thinking solo so solo went to go hit jay with the spike yeah. And Roman stopped him because it's they've already said tribal combats. The two of them should just be fighting each other. There shouldn't be any outside interference. So Roman stopped Solo. Mm-hmm. Solo is going to get involved at SummerSlam. And it's going to cause this to not be concluded and possibly end in a Roman Reigns loss. No. Not Roman that Reigns. he loses the title or the title three times in a row. How does he lose the match and not lose the title? It's it's no I don't DQ. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel like some some solo is going to be so important to this whole thing. He is. He's I don't know how it's going to be seen. Not Jimmy. Are we ready to pull the trigger Jimbo? on it? Jimmy's actually injured. I heard. Oh, I kind of. Well, I know Jimmy's coming. Going to come back at the pay per view. That's like a guarantee. There's I no way this thing actually doesn't hurt. happen. He's more. actually hurt. Not. In, I didn't see or, anything about sorry, him being he's, hurt. He's I saw injured. a WWE roster. He's injured, not hurt. Sorry. I saw a WWE injury update today that had a bunch of people on it. I didn't see Jimmy's name on it. So I I fully believe he comes back uh, at SummerSlam, that Solo gets involved, some funky shit happens. I guess it doesn't make sense for Roman to lose the match because he's it's a no-DQ match, so he has to win the match. But Solo's going to get involved, and it's going to end in the tribal combat not being like concluded because someone got involved. It's going to keep this thing going because of that. Oh, so you think it'll be like um, maybe that they won't call it a no contest, but it'll be uh, like a contested victory almost. Yeah, like because tribal combat supposed to be one on one. You're not supposed to have anyone get involved. Solo's going to get involved. Roman's going to get the pin. It's going to be one of those like Jay's going to say that it wasn't proper tribal combat or something because Solo was there. Therefore, it wasn't done correctly. And now we got to do it again at the next pay-per-view or. We start building towards that like fatal four way or, yeah, or where Jay something gets along some, those lines. Where Jay gets some payback, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else for SmackDown? I, I don't have no. anything else. All right. Um John Cena. John Cena is a con artist as a sign in the crowd. I did see that. Yeah. Yep. That was at collision, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of collision, let's get into it. All right. Um, let's see. I didn't think it was like, so I'll say this for collision and dynamite for this entire week. Like there was some really good wrestling, but the advancement of storylines, um, they weren't particularly storylines that I was super invested in. I'll just say that. No, I hate everything about this. About what? These stories. like, there's like no real story to most of these two, this whole week of wrestling on AEW. Like Dude. I'm almost done with Dynamite right now. I'm watching it while we're talking, and none of these matches have any plot. Yeah, the fucking ladder match for the mask. That's pretty. That's, that's a pretty week. lame story. But that's that's the story that they were building on Collision. Well, not Collision as much. They just showed the photo, but they built that up on Dynamite this week. That's lame as shit. Like, well, the biggest thing that they're building towards right now is MJF tomorrow. Yeah, the tag title match tomorrow on Collision. So there's yeah, that. that's the biggest story. Obviously. Like the elite, the elite were nowhere to be seen this week, even though they won last week and the BBC were there. What? Um, yeah, I, I maybe I missed why there's a feud between big or BBC 
and the elite, not the elite, the uh, fucking friends. best friends. Um, at death before dishonor, spoilers. Uh, Orange Cassidy got involved with something. Was it Cla- uh Claudio's match? With... I don't know if it was Claudio's match or something else, but I would assume that it's Claudio's match. I think that's what happened. Somewhere in Death Before Dishonor, Orange Cassidy came out and hit an orange punch on Moxley. So that's what's going on there. Okay. I saw a clip of that. I know that happens. Um, but Collision, uh, let's see. It was like the, the thing that I didn't like the most about Collision was the main event. And it was Starks and Christian Cage Christian. versus Punk and Darby. And I just... I can't get a I can't get my head around Starks being a heel and Punk being a face. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even like that either because Punk came out and talked shit to the crowd. Yeah. Like he made fun event. of the crowd. So like what was what side? Who was who? Who were you trying to tell me is a face and who's a heel? You can't like, have heels on both teams. In that main event tag team match, Darby definitely face. Christian definitely heel. Starks and Punk, who the fuck no knows? clue. Starks is a heel, I think. Yeah, you well, would. Think, I would say the same thing, but like that would mean that CM Punk was a face. But he's and not. CM Punk came out and immediately shit on the hockey team, the local hockey team, immediately. Like the first thing out of his fucking mouth, your team fucking sucks, and they booed the shit out of that. Yeah, but Starks like, really likes hockey, is- so or sorry, uh, Punk really likes hockey a lot. So, well, his team did just get the first pick in the NHL draft, and they got Connor Bedard, who's like the next, uh, who's the guy on the, the Oilers, Crosby. Who no? Who's the guy the on next, the Warriors? Uh, McDa- uh, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. Yeah, the Blackhawks got Connor Bedard, so I don't know. That might be something that I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't have time for other sports other than when football comes back. And my watching wrestling is definitely going to go downhill. Um. Yeah. Sorry, football first. That's just what that's just what happens. You should do a football podcast. No. Down. There's way too many of those. I mean, there's, there's way too a many lot of wrestling. Re- there's a lot of wrestling podcasts too. I enjoy talking about wrestling though with you guys. And you guys are five hours away, and this is like the best place to do it. I enjoy this. If it was oh. a football podcast, when would I ever talk to you guys? I wouldn't have a That's football true. podcast with Joe in it. Maybe Chad. Chad watches a lot of football, but a lot. Of- I'm with you. I'm going to watch more football than wrestling when it starts. Yeah, Heyman. Heyman doesn't have the two belts anymore are you watching live smackdown no i'm not live i'm well, way at the you're beginning. watching it you're watching it yeah all right yeah we I, just I, had two I entrances paused i paused it because i want to hear the roman and jay promo yeah um all right anything else for collision i know we didn't really say anything about it but like no nah, i don't give oh, a shit daddy about... ass oh yeah we got to talk about oh, daddy yeah ass. yeah like, yeah yeah it's not real it's not a real retirement no no that's he's not getting a his Retirement match isn't going to be that. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, he like got whispered into the ear by Alistair Black, and then he afterwards he stared blankly while he took off his boots. Like clearly, this is uh. I mean, the Undertaker. The Undertaker did the same thing. Left his boots. Left basically everything except for his jockstrap in the ring, and And he he wrestled like five more times after that. Yeah, and they were all great matches. So. They were all shit. No, him and AJ at Mania at the Silent Mania was really good. That wasn't the match. That was a that was a movie. It was a movie. But Cody also left his rings, his boots in the ring after a Alistair Black match. Yeah, that's what did I'm he? saying. They don't. Oh, that's right. They, they don't. Yeah, he did. 
they don't care at all about faking the retirement thing in AEW. That's like a storyline they've done before. They'll they're doing it again here, all just to push that eventually after House of Black is done with his Andrade shit, they're gonna lose to the acclaimed because they just turn daddy so. ass. I think the House of Black is gonna hold these titles for a while. There's a reason that there was on this is long-term booking I'm a, tri- a triple threat trios match or like a triple threat match between three teams that could also be trios teams there there's definitely gonna be one right. of those teams that's gonna go they're like two of those teams are gonna face each other and then the other team is gonna go face house of black yeah i just don't know which one's which yet um i don't know i feel like this is long-term booking with bet daddy ass comes back at some point and the acclaimed come back together and they get one up on House of Black because they did this whole thing with Daddy Ass. I don't, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just don't see House of Black losing anytime soon. Too good. They're too good at wrestling. The Black Mass is just a one, one, one shot kill. It's like it's one just, of my favorite finishing moves. It's so is the Black simple. Mass one of the most over finishing moves of all time. I mean, I wouldn't put up there with like End of Days as like that Ooh. protected or one. But I would angel. say one it's like angel right below there. Yeah, I it's like say it's, all it, time. It's definitely up there. Like the blast mask, he he's won almost every match he's used the black mask on. I don't think I've yeah, ever seen AEW. anyone kick out of it either. I think he people kicked out of it in WWE. I don't think so. But not in AEW. I'll Google it. I'll ask Jeeves. All right. Uh, let's move on to Raw. Raw had a I don't know good show, decent show. Um, injury news coming out of Raw though. Kevin Owens is injured, rib injury. Um, and Liv Morgan is injured again. Yeah, I, I heard about Liv. I didn't see anything about Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Owens is has a rib injury. I don't they I, I saw wherever it was reported that he might he's probably not gonna miss any TV time, but he's not gonna wrestle. Like you saw in the main event where after the match Rollins got attacked and Sami Zayn alone came and made the save. So Owens is definitely injured. It's apparently a rib injury. But I don't think him and Sammy are going to drop the titles or have to vacate them or anything. It's, they're definitely not going to be on SummerSlam, which I don't think they were in the plans for anyways. But uh, I would assume after SummerSlam, moving in towards payback, we will have a wild Sammy Owens versus somebody uh, program. And that'll be a match at payback. Um, other than that, what do we think of Raw? I don't like a lot of the booking decisions on Raw. Okay. Like, let's see. List of people that lost on Raw that I didn't want to see lose. Obviously, we knew Sammy wasn't going to win, but yeah. Sammy Sammy lost, Tommaso lost. Um and also Johnny Gargano just still not there. Like, Johnny's still not there. Yeah. Um I think those are my only complaints. Yeah, my I only mean, real Becky Becky like, beat Zoe Stark that we we saw that coming. We talked about that so, last yeah. week. Yeah. I I honestly expected Becky Lynch to get a chest tattoo saying thank you Trish. <laughs> I really, really thought that was going yeah, to happen. Really? Yeah. Um we're also still doing Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. Uh That's true. Next week the girls are fighting each other. So yay. Maybe after SummerSlam they'll finally move the fuck on from each other. I don't know. Um yeah, uh, Malachi Black's Black Mass has not been kicked out of in AEW. What about what was it called in WWE? WWE? Black Mass. I think it was also Black Mask. I think he was able to. Keep I don't that think. I don't think companies. it's called the Black Mass in AEW. I don't think they've ever referred to it as that. That's what it's called in this 
both of the websites just looked at call it yeah, black because mass, so they watched him in wwe so that's what they call it but i don't think on tv they've ever referred to it as the black mass but let's keep that in mind next time he's never a malachi black he's match. never been kicked out of that one the only other one on this list that i can think of that's uh as protected as that one is uh the one way angle's only been kicked out by adam page oh yeah and also kenny omega versus will osprey <laughs> Well, I mean, when Kenny does it, the only person kicked out of it is Adam Page. And then the Judas effect apparently has never been kicked out of. Really? That's what it says on this website. Just a spinning back fist or back elbow. Yep. Is this just AEW moves that you're looking up? These are just AEW ones, yeah. I'm trying to think of the most protected ones in WWE. Like, I think they've all been kicked out of. But, like, the ones that usually end after one of them. Like the F5 and the Roman Spear are pretty protected. Other than that, I mean, they're, they're still the Samoan Spike has been pretty protected since Solo came up. Yeah. I don't, I think the Samoan Spike is lame as shit. Um, it is, but, but it's an homage. They're still thing. Baron Corbin, the end of days. Oh, yeah. Was it Drew that Drew kicked out of that, right? Drew is the only one to kick out of it. Yeah. I think most of the, most of the guys like, most of the top stars have pretty protected moves, but they've all been kicked out of before. The Claymore, the Stomp. Um, <laughs> Here's a good one. I looked up a list of WWE protected finishers, and it said like the most protected finishers in WWE history. And um, it's like 20 of them. Most of them are ones you'd expect. The the Stomp, um, the Punt from Randy Orton. Oh, um, yeah. When he was doing that, very protected. Um, the End of Days is on the list. Uh, shockingly enough, a top 10 is Daniel Bryan, or not Daniel Bryan, uh, Santino Morello's Cobra. Huh. Probably because he never ever got had kicked the, out of twice. Oh, probably because he ne- almost never had the chance to hit it because he would just lose. Yeah. He he only ever had it kicked out of by Sheamus and by Daniel Bryan. I'm trying to Every think other the, person I'm trying who to think Cobra now lost. The, I'm trying to think now of the least protected WWE finishers of all time. And the one that jumps to mind immediately is the pedigree. Uh, worm sky too hot he never won a single match and he had a worm every fucking time (laughs) i guess that's true i don't know it's not really a finisher but has has Sami Zayn's blue thunder bomb ever not been kicked out of well the haluva kick is his finisher that's a signature yeah i think he has i like the blue thunder bomb i think he has won a match or two with the blue thunder bomb though yeah i like the blue thunder bomb a lot better than the hell of a kick it's kind of like uh, Baron Corbin has the deep six and the end of days. Like the deep six is an oh, awesome the deep move. Six. Well, the deep that six gets... he stole from Abyss when Abyss was training him in NXT. That's a, that's a vicious finisher. Oh. When a, Abyss f- was in TNA, the deep six was his finisher. Well, all right. I feel like he, oh, sorry. I feel like old school sister, Ab- like not old school sister Abigail because it's the same move, but like the sister Abigail used to be very protected. Yeah, mm-hmm. and RKO, then RKO like and the, oh, the AA, the AA is the most unprotected finisher of all time. Oh, that's fair. I was gonna go with uh, Hogan's uh, Hogan's leg drop back in the day. Probably very protected. Yeah, I, I feel mean like he was a champ for over a thousand days. So back in the day, people, yeah, their finishers were definitely protected. Um, all right, off of that tangent, um, did we really even talk much about Raw? Is there anything to talk about? Ricochet and Logan Paul. Ricochet is really bad on the mic. Logan mm-hmm. Paul called some guy in the crowd a virgin. Um, that match is official, I think, for SummerSlam. 
like we all anticipated. Decimated Liv Morgan. Yeah, I think that's going to lead to a Ra- Raquel coming back next. Oh Monday. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys talked sure. about that last week, and well, we were really worried it was going to be Rhea versus Liv or no, Rhea they, versus they did Liv that, versus yeah. Raquel. But Liv, like Apparently I said, Liv's actually hurt. That, yep, I said that earlier. Thank you. Um, and the um, Gunther and Drew face to face. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Corey Graves doing the Ludwig Kaiser impression on commentary for <laughs> the, the entire, entire fucking match. time. Dude, oh my god! I heard about that. I heard about that, and I, I was so mad at myself because I didn't know it was for the entire match. So I skipped the whole match, and now yeah, I feel like I want to go match. back and listen to it. <laughs> it was a good impression. It sounded very close to what you'd expect Ludwig Kaiser to sound like. Um, but like God, it was annoying. <laughs> Holy fuck! Chad, give us a Ludwig Kaiser impression. No, I'm good. Thank you, though. Give us a uh, Corey Graves. Looted Kyver Kaiser impression. No, I'm okay. You can, Ladies you can find and that on gentlemen. <laughs> the... Yeah, you know, he did that for the entire commentary. Re- Kevin Patrick was getting annoyed. Anyways. Well, that was the thing. NXT. I didn't watch. Don't care. Chad. Uh God, it was not a good episode at all. You're our NXT correspondent now. Uh, Except they for changed when Joe the, They changed the match for the North American title to a triple threat match and added in uh, Dominic Mysterio. Well, uh, yeah, because he's the champion. Ali, Ali had some zingers. <laughs> uh, he said that he stole his daddy's name. He stole his other daddy's finishing move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Ali was really throwing the zingers at Dominic in an opening segment. So what? It's uh, him, Ali, and uh, him, Ali, and Wesley. Wesley. Oh, that's yeah. That's, that's gonna be good. That's Hopefully. probably gonna be the, the two thirds of that is gonna be really good. I think Dom and a triple threat will provide enough to be beneficial to the match. Yeah, but like he has to be pinned to lose the title, right? That's not how a triple threat works, Michael. Um, Baron Corbin came out and had a rather mediocre fucking promo. Uh, talking shit about Gable Stevenson, and now they have a match at Great American Bash, and uh, it's shitty that Baron Corbin's going to lose to Gable Stevenson at the fucking pay per view. He's going to lose. <laughs> yes, I don't absolutely. see how they. I don't see how the fuck they're going to have Gable Stevenson lose his opening match because he sucks and he's the bad person. Yeah, but he's an Olympic gold gold medalist. Yeah, fans. Most fans don't know that they can literally just say Olympic gold medalist, and everyone's like, "I cheer for him because he's American." God damn. Here we are, and he's going to win and beat Baron Corbin. Now I'm mad because I thought this Baron Corbin gimmick Baron change Corbin meant he's going to win. Successful. Yes, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. As soon as I saw that match get announced, I was like pissed. It's like so fuck. You've you got a me. guy. You've got a guy who's in the midst of a, I, I want to say gimmick change, but let's just call it like a gimmick, just getting rid of gimmicks altogether, and then a guy who's making his debut, and you need me to predict that predict that and also i need them to make the right decision sean michaels god damn it um dana brooke versus core jane was the worst match uh of the week it was a kendra stick <laughs> on a pole match and it was terrible oh my the god they did, on a pole, they did an on a pole match kendo, kendo stick on a pole match and it was atrocious because you know i thought about this when i was watching it you we Remember, we went through those two years in a row where, like, constantly the roster was just like, oh, we got new WWE cuts today. All these people you love and care about are gone. 
Dana Brooks survived all that. And I'm still shocked. You know, like you telling me you cut Miro and Malachi Black and all these great wrestlers that I care so much about to this day. And I still have Dana Brooke on my programming and she never left WWE that whole time. It's because Who's making these decisions. It's because the crowd never got behind Dana. The crowd got behind Miro, but they didn't want to push Miro. They don't have to push Dana ever. She's a fucking spot filler. Well, they pushed her in this match because she'd be Jade NXT, in this match. It seems like she's very prominent, and uh, you know, hence the boycott. Uh, I don't, finale I don't of the night for NXT was Rhea beating uh, Lyra, Lyra Valkyria. It was actually pretty good. That was a good match. Yeah, yeah. I, I showed like this like the, fake be. backstage Does segment. The draft mean nothing. Not for Judgment Day, no. God damn Kendo it, stick on or Kendo stick on a pole match. The, Remember the, the Judgment Day got drafted to WWE. That's what they got drafted to. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I did see the a thing that said three of the top five best selling t-shirts over the last six months are all Judgment Day t-shirts. So like what? yeah, they they are a brand that people love. Like specific t-shirts, yeah. like ju- Judgment Day t-shirts are falling oh. off the shelves. LA Knight has mostly two. Rhea. Yeah, it's probably LA Knight the mommy, has two best selling shirts. Too. Always on top shirt. Oh yeah, I think it was it's a bunch of sickos. current wrestler T-shirts because they weren't taking into account like all like the the old Stone Cold and Hulk yeah, Hogan and all that retro stuff they sell. Probably definitely still a top seller. I think it was like modern day wrestlers' current top five telling selling T-shirts in the last like quarter or something like that. So probably it was like a picture of them and Roman. One of them was an LA Knight shirt. One was a Roman shirt, and then it was like a fuck ton of one Judgment Day shirt and a couple of Rhea shirts. And I was like. Holy fuck. That's aren't so the much Usos Rhea. also aren't the Usos day one shirts also selling really well right now? Oh no, that was the it wasn't Roman, it was the Usos one. Yeah. Dude, that's good. Good for them. You can't we Roman, the ones. Roman can't be fucking number one selling because he has like 30 different shirts. So which one do you buy? All of them, I guess. He has they, a new he shirt like, anyone, like every, every fucking time. He's every two weeks. Um well that's all, every time he shows up because he shows up every two weeks. Except this week. He's here again, apparently. I'm excited to watch this back to back weeks of SmackDown. Yeah, it's crazy. The champ is there two weeks in a row, dude. Chad, do you remember the uh, last kind of stick on a pole match that I at least can remember? It was uh, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey when they were feuding for I think it was a SmackDown championship. It I was remember that at all. It was after WrestleMania 33. It was fuck? in San. Ho- it was in San Jose. I'm pretty sure. Bailey's hometown. She lost. I don't remember that at all. It was what? What was thirty three? Two thousand seventeen. Yes. Yeah, it was in two thousand seventeen. Alexa. Oh no, it was Raw Women's Championship. Um, because Alexa Bliss, after Mania, won the Raw. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Kendo stick on a pole match. Bailey. Bailey was Hugger Bailey. She didn't want to use the kendo stick. I miss Hugger Bailey. I, I do too. I don't miss Hugger Bailey. I like I like current Bailey. Uh, I don't even remember Hugger Bailey's theme music. Nope, that doesn't help at all. Okay, there were words, weren't there? Yeah, I don't remember the words. All right, dynamite. Yep. What Lull happened period? on dynamite? Low period? Question mark. Oh, these matches don't make any sense. Four weeks before all in. Still not a singular match on All In or All Out. But no, they have one for All Out scheduled. What's that? On Rampage, Darby Allen won the he won the Royal Rampage on on Rampage on Friday, and he has a match against uh, uh, Luchasaurus for the TNT Championship. 
Oh at boy. All out. Okay, so there's all no out. real matches scheduled for any of these shows. Darby versus Luchasaurus, a match I've always wanted to see. Yep. Probably for Darby to win. God damn it, Dynamite. Just do better. Like none of this is bad wrestling at all. Some of these matches are pretty entertaining, but no, like the opening match was Best dope. Friends versus Lucha Bros. Oh, yeah, the opening match was good as shit. Opening and the main event, they were very good matches. The women's match sucked. There was, there was the botch. The swerve match in the middle of the card was really good. That the was swerve really good. Darby match. Um, were I mean, yeah, Swerve and Dar- Darby seem like they're gonna be feuding for a while now because of AR Fox and everything that happened there. Dude, AR Fox is good. Yeah. That match with Orange Cassidy was so entertaining. Orange Cassidy. Is Orange Cassidy one of the best wrestlers in the world? He's a top five wrestler in the world based on his run with this title right now. Yeah, do you want to hear something? He funny? has the most entertaining <laughs> title run, I think, right now of anybody. Roman? I mean, Roman's got storyline, but he doesn't have any matches. I don't even want to say that the, the matches Roman's are matches are incredible. They are when they happen and they're not for his title. He hasn't had a title match since since WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania. And you're going to talk to the, no, like That's the fair. title run, the title run, the title run of Orange Cassidy. 27 matches now, I think they said. Yeah. Joe, you said something funny. Yeah. So I was turning on AEW while Brie was leaving and she was like, who is that? I was like, That's A.R. Fox. And she's like, He's never going to make it. And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, he's, he's relatively successful. Like he, he was <laughs> big enough in the indies where people were excited when he got like signed to AEW and she's like eh. <laughs> and then I guess I was proved wrong because he joined fucking mogul embassies later in the night <laughs> I was like oh yeah no he's never gonna get he's over never now gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so true <laughs> um it looks like that's probably gonna head towards a Darby and Nick Wayne versus Swerve and AR Fox Hopefully at a pay-per-view, that would be something that I would enjoy watching. Maybe it all in, but Darby's got an all-out match where he's scheduled. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fuck. Well, maybe they could do that, and then at all-out, they can finally do the Swerve versus Keith Lee match that we've been waiting for for like over a year. No, that's never going to happen. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Um, Let's see. MJF and Adam Cole. They had a backstage set. Yeah. Uh, what did I want to say about this? Oh, I had a take. I had a take. All right. What if, what if, what if, what if they don't? So MJF said win, lose, or draw. Adam Cole will get a title match against MJF for the AEW championship. That's like a thing that was said on TV this week. That's not a what if. The what if part comes with Roddy. What if they just don't turn on each other and Adam Cole just turns on Roderick Strong? No. And they're just both heel and they actually just keep this going. I hate that. Well, they can't be a tag team after this. So like, what are they just friends that hang out? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like we're friends that just hang out. Is that a problem for you, Joe? Or do we need to be? (laughs) I I mean, we don't do it on TV. We we do it on a podcast (laughs) that no one listens to. (laughs) Hey, like we're we're almost at the three viewers are like upset at you right now. Yeah, seriously. We might be getting close to four, honestly. <laughs> close to four. I don't even know what that means. Close to four <laughs> listeners. I think we're close. I would hate that. I fucking hate that. If, I really hope that does not happen. I really don't want uh, Adam to turn on Roddy. But here's a question What about for just you. Adam Cole turning heel? Kyle O'Reilly hurt. Hurt? Still? Still? Yeah. It's been a year. 
He has diabetes. He heals slower. I don't know if that's that true about diabetes. I'm about to say, is that a thing? Or you just make that up? <laughs> Either way, Chad, you need to grow up. He does have diabetes. Grow up? Yeah. What did I say? You need to stop being so insensitive. Me? Of all people? Yeah. You're the most insensitive person on this podcast. I'm not the one who started this podcast by saying someone died. Or they hoped someone died. You agreed that with That was Joe. not me. I did not. I actually said I I tried to tell him not to do that. Well, I'll cut that part and I'll I'll make it so that you said it. I don't know Jesus. how to do that, but I'll do it. Do you want to change my voice? <laughs> Dude, you're li- it's literally a programmed voice. We can Ro- make you say whatever. You robot. You can make you say whatever. See? You just did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I sound. I don't know. Maybe with MJF and Cole, maybe like just Cole turning heel in general, maybe not on Roddy. I I don't know. Roddy's going to have something to do with this breakup or heel turn or whatever. Something's going to happen and it's going to involve Roddy and his neck brace. Um, Other than that, the only other thing. Oh, the jazz is the jazz is done. I told you last. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, they had a meeting. Uh, Ty Conti was there showing her belly. Anna Jay looked ah, good as ever. Hmm, sup. And Jericho is flaunting the painting that Don Callis gave him of the two of them. The jazz is done. Uh, who else is going to be in Don Callis' family? I have not a fucking clue. Uh, ha- probably Sammy. I don't think Sammy will and be. Then they Jake. said that this week on Dynamite, Sammy and Daniel Garcia are going against Chris Jericho and Kanosuke no, Tanisha. But I, I I do think Jake Hager will just do whatever Chris Jericho does. I agree with Joe there. But I had a hot take. Um, what about what about Jack Perry, who oh, by the way still has Beethoven music? They didn't even. Oh yeah, change it. that was really pretty fucking terrible. What about Jack Perry? Um, it could probably work, but I would hate it. Exactly. In all honesty, I kind of hate everywhere Chris Jericho goes nowadays. So yeah, time in with Don Callis, someone else that you probably hate yep that's true but i don't hate konosuke and i don't hate fucking jack perry i hate his uh, theme music i mean it makes sense for the heat though you know the theme music makes sense for the heat no, like just no just them that is a pretty heel with... move just having something nobody fucking enjoys yeah it definitely gets booze like christian's got his butthole <laughs> jack, John, jack perry has uh beethoven's ninth fifth is what chad said it was the fifth symphony chad's not a big beethoven fan like me is it the ninth <laughs> symphony joe because i sure as fuck don't know i don't I, think I, it's I the ninth. that the internet told me it was the fifth one i didn't just know that you did not need to admit that i did though just to um undersell I my should have asked you if you used it you, you would have known it was the ninth yeah yeah um anything else for dynamite the main event was good triple threat tag team match um I do like the possibilities of where we could go from this, uh, but it definitely looks like the BBC and the best friends faction are going to face off. John, is John Moxley going to be the one that takes this international championship off of Orange Cassidy? Kind of seems like it. It does. It really does. Like Orange Cassidy going through all these trials and tribulations and just wrecking his body, then that being the story. And then John Moxley comes in and just destroys him and then takes that title. I could definitely see that happening. And then Death Triangle, I don't know. They they face House of Black eventually. I don't know. I'm confused. We already did that. 
Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, you're right. Well, they won it off. They oh, that's right. Mind. That's right. Well, oh, they, no, won yeah, off they, they won off the elite. Have we done House of Black I don't versus know. Death Triangle? Then? I don't know. Either way, um, Dynamite 200 is next week. I was very surprised that we were already 200 episodes in. I but mean, it makes sense. I guess. Yeah, four years. Yeah, 52 weeks a year, roughly four years. Yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you include that like special. Oh, no, that was a rampage. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Rampage um, 100 just passed here recently. So, holy shit. I've watched. We're, gonna, we're past 100 rampages already. Five or 10 of them. Yeah, five to 10. Somewhere in there. That's wow. Have not watched many of those. Um. All right. Anything else for Dynamite before we close out? Nope. Not a not a great week of wrestling. I gotta be honest. Hopefully this you, next week is good. You think Jerry Lynn's gonna have a match? No, I don't think so. He did come out to interrupt Jungle Boy. That was kind of weird and very unexpected. I think he will have like he'll uh it'll be like um he'll nominate a champion, not like a literal like person that wears a belt, but like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Like the old days, like this is my champion fighting for me. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be something like that. I don't know who it's gonna be though. We will see. No way. No. Um next week we don't have a retro pay-per-view because we've got SummerSlam predictions, baby. Hell yeah. Oh no retro. Finally Two here. Weeks. Well, Joe, there we'll is an, there is an NXT takeover this weekend. Shit, next week's gonna be a long show, huh? Uh, I'm going to watch the NXT takeover. I'm going to do beer ratings for it. We can discuss it at minimal length. Okay. I don't care. We okay. can discuss it at the length of whatever Chad desires. I at least, uh, the only match I don't. Oh, Chad. Really? Oh, Joe, next Chad, won't Chad, Chad won't be here next week. There we go. Oh shit. Why not Chad? Uh, he's got to be at that place. That place decided to do stupid shit. Okay. Well, I guess it is going to be a short episode then. Hell yeah. <laughs> SummerSlam predictions next week. Chad, you better give us your predictions in time. I will. Or else. Or else. Email them okay. to us and then we won't we'll forget to read them. Or else we're going to unplug you. And make you say that you wish okay. man was dead. <laughs> I didn't do that. Yeah, but you will. We, we will make beep you say boop. it. Beep boop. Beep boop bop beep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, we got that next week. Uh, Rampage of Dynamite, please, for the or not Rampage Collision and Dynamite, for the love of God, build all in and all out. That is my at least wish. one of them. Yeah, one of them. Do something, make one match. That's all I ask. I am very excited to talk about the tag team title match next week, though. Uh, but yeah, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram X. at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we'll catch you on down the road. Bye.